Weak controls at the U.S. Postal Service allowed confidential employee records to fly out the door on FOIA requests. That's according to the USPS Office of Inspector General. The look-see was touched off because one of the former employees became a member of Congress. Here with details, Lisa Neiman from the office, from the IG Office of Audit. Ms. Neiman, good to have you on. Thanks so much for having me. What happened that touched off this investigation, I guess, or an audit, really, by uh, your office? You got a request from several members of Congress. What had happened? Yes, we initiated this audit in response to two congressional requests. The request asked the Office of Inspector General for the Postal Service to look into the improper release of personnel information of a former postal inspector. Based on those requests, we evaluated the Postal Service's past and current processes for releasing employee information. And what did you find? We found that the Postal Service had proactively taken steps to address weaknesses as soon as they became aware of the improper releases. But we also identified that there were additional steps the Postal Service could take to more effectively reduce risk. We found that the Postal Service had risks in the areas of lack of management oversight, lack of training, and lack of documented procedures. Now let's back up a little bit. There's a relationship between the Postal Service and the National Archives and Records Administration where, I guess, old records go, and that was kind of where some of the disconnect was. Tell us what the arrangement is between USPS and NARA. That's right. The Postal Service has an agreement with the National Archives and Records Administration to store and protect the Postal Service's hard copy personnel records. The Postal Service's agreement with the National Archives is similar to the one that they have with over 140 other federal agencies. While the National Archives serves as the repository for federal agency records, the agencies themselves retain ownership of records administration. So as custodians of the records, agencies like the Postal Service are responsible for deciding what personnel information can be released in response to Freedom of of Information Act requests. The Postal Service only gets these hard copy documents back from the archives when there's a specific request for personnel information. And in this case of the Congresswoman, that is Democrat Abigail Spanberger, newly elected uh, Congresswoman from Virginia that had been a postal inspector, that looked like some group that may have disagreed with her politically wanted these records. When someone requests someone else's personnel records, is it ever proper for them to be given that record wholesale, or are there certain... FOIA requirements that says you can release this information, but not that information. Right. There are certainly restrictions um, based on the Freedom of Information Act. The Freedom of Information Act protects employee personnel records from being released. It allows specific information to be released, such as names, titles, and salaries, as well as position descriptions. But beyond the really specific information that's Indicated in the Freedom of Information Act, agencies are prohibited from releasing additional personnel information. And when there is a legitimate release, then the request still has to come through the Postal Service, correct, not through NARA? That's right. Um, Sometimes third parties or organizations make a request to the National Archives to kind of expedite the process for getting information from the original employing agency. In this case, that's what happened was the request was made to NARA. Um, but the, because the employee had been employed by the Postal Service as a postal, former postal inspector, the entire file ultimately ended up going back to the Postal Service for them to determine 
um, which information could be released and what should be what should have been withheld. And someone in the Postal Service, I guess without authorization, then went ahead and sent that record. It came back from NARA and they went and sent it to the group that had been requesting it. That's right. During our audit, we, the Office of Inspector General for the Postal Service, found that staff had inappropriately released the personnel information because they didn't follow the informal processes that the Postal Service had in place at the time. Um, as I mentioned before, staff also didn't have written procedures or training to guide them on how to properly handle requests for personnel information. So rather than identifying the specific information that could be released under the Freedom of Information Act, the individual staff person sent the entire file to the requester who in this instance was a political action committee. We're speaking with Lisa Neiman. She is Audit Director in the Office of Inspector General at the U.S. Postal Service. And you found that this had happened, I I believe, six or seven other times, too, that were for different people for different purposes. That's right. After the Postal Service found that it had released personnel information of one former employee, they were really proactive in going back to see where the breakdown occurred. Um, During the course of that review, the Postal Service management realized that one employee had not been properly trained. So they reviewed all of the personnel files that that employee had sent out. And from that review, Postal Service management found that staff improperly released personnel files of three other former employees. And then during the review that we, the Office of Inspector General, conducted, we identified three more instances where the Postal Service sent out the entire file when it was allowed to release only some of the information in the file. So in total, the Postal Service improperly released the full personnel file of seven former employees. And were they all high-level employees, or were they at various levels? Do you know much about the employees whose records were released? We didn't look too much during the course of our review into the levels of the employees for information that was released. And so now the Postal Service agrees that they had to tighten up things. I guess it's a little bit of closing the barn door after the hogs got out. But what are they going to do now, or what have they done to make sure this doesn't keep happening? Yeah, the Postal Service was really proactive in taking action as soon as they became aware of the improper releases. Um, They took steps like um, documenting processes to ensure that everybody within the organization is aware of them. They They also provided FOIA and Privacy Act training for employees and um, instituted a process for management oversight. Um, When we did our review at the Postal Service Office of Inspector General, um, we identified additional controls that would help ensure um, this didn't happen in the future. Um, We recommended things like um, fully implementing the new procedures and communicating them effectively, Uh, making sure management oversees the personnel information requests and their responses, and ensuring that staff responsible for processing those requests really have substantive knowledge of both the laws that govern release of personnel information as well as a working knowledge of how to implement the newly established procedures. And in this case, is the locus of authority here the HR department or is it the FOIA office? Yeah, the Human Resources Department within the Postal Service plays a role in releasing the personnel information in that the individuals provide additional resources and they really have the subject matter expertise about the files. Um, So they're the ones that actually go ahead and, and put the actual documents in the mail to the requester, but the law department is very heavily involved and as well as uh, Freedom of Information Act experts in really guiding the decisions about what information can be released and what cannot. 
Now, this one, this particular audit looked at, at uh, the personnel records. So it seems like the bigger picture here is that any functional department should have FOIA knowledge and legal knowledge for the release of records that might come in through FOIA. Even though it doesn't, it may come through the FOIA office, the authorities over the particular records would be would seem to need that knowledge also. That's a great point. The Postal Service uses a decentralized approach for addressing Freedom of Information Act requests. So the Postal Service, as part of its structure, identifies Freedom of Information Act experts, or what they call coordinators, in different departments across the Postal Service. And those people are specifically responsible for understanding the documents and other information that comes out of those departments, as well as being experts in the Freedom of Information Act and Privacy Act to ensure that there's proper review. Lisa Neiman is Audit Director in the Office of Inspector General at the U.S. Postal Service. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks so much for your time. I appreciate it. We'll post a link to her report and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.